What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger. It's number 497 here on Wednesday, January 10th. Look at us. Three yeah. episodes away from number 500. And then the series finale. <laughs> yeah. If we lose in November, it's done. <laughs> it's so we'll just keep it going until then. Um, all right. So let's start off with the big story of the week here. Uh, basically... For a period of time last week, we had no defense secretary. No, we did not. Um, and meanwhile, like, all-out war is brewing in the Middle East, and the Pentagon was scrambling for contingency plans with that. So, But he was in the hospital, so everything was great, right? Well, so let's start from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. First off, he had a, air quote, procedure done. Yeah, yeah sex change. Right, bef- <laughs> right before Christmas, which we were told was elective. Yeah. Well, it turns out that that was not elective. Yeah, th- it yeah. was to get his prostate removed because he has cancer. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't. That sounds very not elective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's the first problem. Then, uh, on on New Year's Day, I guess it was right. Yes. He had to go to the hospital because he had a serious infection yeah. as a result he had, he had of to go this. To the ICU man, it was like yeah. serious. Yeah. Taken by ambulance. Yeah. The ambulance came and got him. When that happened, didn't tell anybody. Yeah, did not tell anyone. Didn't tell for three days. <laughs> yeah, and so then his deputy was on vacation in Puerto Rico, had no secure devices with her, so essentially we were just Wide flying open. blind. Yep. There's a lot of questions that come out of this, one being how did none of these people get properly notified? How did this power not transfer properly for arguably the most important cabinet secretary in the country? Yeah. Uh, he is the guy who has to give a secondary command for a nuclear strike. Yes. Like, if if we had come under attack, we would have been f- Yep. Also, why was Biden not talking to his defense secretary yeah. while our forces are under attack in the yeah. Middle East? Yeah, don't know. Or, like and, you said. And, and in the Red Sea. It's just, it's just it blows my mind. They tried to pass it off as, well, the chief is his... Austin's chief of staff didn't inform anybody because she was sick, which is like middle yeah, school, does that even middle mean? school level bull right yeah. there. And then, oh, it, it's okay because even though he was in the hospital, the deputy secretary, it, it, there's like fifty of deputy secretaries uh-huh. of, of defense would have handled it. And I'm just like, well, that's just it's just inappropriate. Yeah, it's like the White House didn't even know that. Like, like no one knew where this guy was. I mean, now granted, Joe Biden doesn't. Probably never knew Lloyd Austin was the Secretary of Defense to begin with. Well, yeah, of course. But, the, you know, the administration's full of incompetence yeah. and liars. And, I mean, Jake Sullivan didn't know for, like, f- until January 4th? Yeah, yeah. And then finally the Pentagon was like, okay, well, the dam is breaking. So that mm-hmm. Friday at 5 p.m., they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, this guy was uh, pr- pretty much on the verge of death for, like, all week. Oh, well, could you imagine if this happened during Trump? Oh, my There'd God. There'd be calls for the 25th Amendment. Are you kidding Amendment. me? Oh, um, impeachment. Take what's he listen. hiding? No, no. What's he hiding? That's the thing. Were they, was it really hospitalization or were they just plotting a coup? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been out of control. Take a listen to what John Kirby had to say uh, about this timing of the diagnosis and this whole situation. Roll those clips, Mr. Producer. So the president has known um, for, I guess, five days now that Secretary Austin was in the hospital, but he wasn't informed why. He was not informed until last Friday that Secretary Austin was in the hospital. He was not informed until this morning that the root cause of that hospitalization was prostate cancer. What kind of commander-in-chief is President Biden that at a time when American forces are under fire in the Middle East, he can go days without knowing that his defense secretary is in a hospital bed? Peter, there's a lot to your question, so I want you to bear with me for just a second. Now, first of all, at no time was the ability for the United States military to defend our national security interests compromised. At no time was the commander-in-chief not always in command and control of uh, our military forces around the world. It's crazy to me. Yeah, just, it's crazy there's, no, there's no way to... Just, just, just take and now, the L. Now they're going to conduct this review of what they need to change for going forward. It's all stuff that should have been in place anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, it should have been in place before he went for the surgery. Well, not only that. I mean, I'll, just any cabinet member in general. Yeah. If you're a cabinet member. you got to have contingency plans for yeah. like these types of things. I mean, it just goes back to like no one, no one can do their job. Uh, Secretary Yellen doesn't know how to f- 
you know, deal with inflation. You have Pete Buttigieg, who caused basically an FAA meltdown last year, beginning of last year. I think we all forget that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Secretary Austin decides to, you know, go into a coma. <laughs> well, and it, like, who who can do their job? But here's the other thing. What I what I want to know is, is there plans for this kind of stuff that procedures that should be followed? That weren't followed, I don't not just that. for DOD, yeah. Yeah. but Before for all everybody. cabinet sectors. Yeah. And talk about needing to have plans in place for continuity of government. Yeah. And that it, extends down to, like, you know, the not-so-sexy departments, like the HHS secretary. Yeah. You know, like, that person's in the line of succession. Like, there has to be contingency. Like, I agree with you. And yeah. evidently, evidently, if the upper crust of that succession list is around and just, you know, letting, you know, putting things on autopilot... Mm-hmm. And they're not there. That review is never going to be done, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it might be done, but like what the, the final report of like what they need to fix will never be yep. released. Now they're also talking about impeaching Lloyd Austin. Not holding my breath on that one, seeing as they haven't even impeached Mayorkas yeah. yet, who literally Although I did is see, I a did, treasonous yeah. piece of is That was bad hearing. But um, I, I did see a Democratic congresswoman called for his resignation, Austin. Sure, that's not going to happen. He might die. Yeah. I mean, prostate cancer is yeah, not no. good. Well, it depends um, if they, you know, if they got it before it spread throughout his body, you know, yeah, the cells yeah. and whatever. Of course, President Biden is not <laughs> considering firing Lloyd Austin. Uh, you know why? You mean Jill? Jill said that? Well, yeah. You know why he's not going to be fired? No, because he's you know, black. Because he's black. Yeah, yep, he's exactly. Black, yeah. Just like Kareem Gray Poupon. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And she's black and lesbian. Yep. She has like triple protection, like double protections. Well, apparently Biden hates her. But literally is only keeping her around for the diversity cards. That's what I've heard. Um, I he wants John Kirby to be the press secretary. Really? Oh well, but there's be people that are like, uh, we can't go from a black lesbo to a straight white guy. Yeah. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the half half that base would good. explode. Yep. Wow. At least Biden is so he's coaching enough to realize that his press secretary yeah. sucks. That's how bad it is. Um. Let's see, war in the Middle East, speaking of that, and yeah. our uh, our great defense secretary's inability to lead that fight yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, what's going on over there, and, and, and tell us, you know, well, what the situation lay the land is, because you've been that, following. Yeah, not that, you, I mean, you all know this. When, when Iran is part of the negotiating process, you know it's going to fail, and it yeah. has. So basically, apparently we've been trying to tell them, please stop attacking our forces in the Middle East mm-hmm. for weeks, and it's completely collapsed. Well, not, the, you know, they're all, like, the Houthis and all their backed, you know, actors, right. right? So it's not happening. Well, remember last week was the, oh, this is the final warning. Oh, and yeah. Now again yeah, this week, yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 this is the this final, is the final, final, warning. final, final warning. warning. I know, yeah. it's like Obama with the red line yep, in Syria. that's exactly what I said right? earlier. Yep. Exactly. So, and then they crossed the red line with the chemical weapons, with the gassing in 2013, and yep. nothing happened. So similar to this... Iran is obviously not going to listen to, you know, the United States, let alone this administration. So they're not going to cave to the great infidel. Mm-hmm. So now they're scrambling for contingency plans regarding all-out war in the Middle East. Don't let the several brigades in Gaza, the IDF brigades that have been demobilized, fool anybody. This is a low-intensity phase in Gaza, but remember, things could you know break out in Lebanon, uh, a whole, whole bunch of countries have told their nationals to get the f- out of Lebanon recently. Um, we have, what, 500,000 Americans in Lebanon and Israel right now, so we have to deal with evacuations there if all that war breaks out. We're scrambling, and it's why Secretary Austin's secret hospitalization visit is a problem. Yep. This is the guy that's going to be you know quarterbacking all this stuff, and he was out of commission. So... Um, all-out war is probably coming, likely. Which, should again, shouldn't shock anybody if Iran is, like, one of the main people in this negotiating process. Mm-hmm. I really think they're going to cave to this, so... Um, will it be an election issue? You know, that's, that's, that's another thing. You know, usually foreign policy doesn't really sway an election, um, typically. It, yeah, typically. well, this, this upcoming election is definitely going to be domestic-based, yeah. but... The, uh, but people foreign, are paying attention to this though. Definitely. The they foreign are paying policy attention angle to is, I think, bigger yeah. this election than it was last election. And I'll tell you, mm. the reason it wasn't big last election, and we were talking about well, this Because there the was time, peace? Is, that's exactly There was why. peace. Yep. Yeah. It wasn't a problem. Yeah. Now, the uproar 
will bring it back, you know, a little bit to the forefront. Yeah. Um, obviously, domestic stuff's still going to be top of the list, but I think it's going to play a much bigger role than it did in the 2020 election. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, all right. Yes, that's obviously not good but yeah well. i mean again you know do you really think we have contingency plans for this we have contingency plans for you know hospital visits well you know you you know i've always said that if a real issue or emergency were to happen oh we'd be we'd we would yeah. not be in a good situation yeah, here with this crew in. Yeah. Um. So Lord you know, let's us. let's just pray that we can make it through this next year, and get a Republican, Donald Trump probably hopefully elected president. Yeah. Um. And you know try to restore some order to what's been going on here. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about a little bit of this funding deal up on Capitol Hill, which was a terrible, horrible funding deal. Republicans once again getting on their knees uh, and like, sucking off the Democrats. <laughs> um, little Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were promised... No cigar, though, right? We, we were promised that this would not happen under Speaker Mike Johnson. And it happened. Yet it is happening. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we have some good conservatives uh, like Chip Roy uh, and others in the House that stood up and said this and voted down the rules today um, on the spending deal that was made with the Democrats to spend trillions and trillions of dollars. Um, so now it looks like the time is running out once again, um, and they're going to just push through a CR, which I think is actually better yeah, honestly, than yeah, the deal is. that they were going to pass. How long is a CR? Well, they, they don't know yet. Oh, they, have, they literally... It was just an hour ago that the rules package yeah. failed. Because I heard McConnell wants, wants some spending thing that could last us through at least March. I saw, I heard that thing. Probably. Yeah. I, would, I would assume it's going to yeah. be three months. Three months. That's um, typical for CRs. Yeah. And then we got to do this again. Yeah. And when they do it again, mm. they'll, I, mean, I don't know. It well, was, I, know, I, well, I, know I, I know you want to shut it down then. Yeah, of course Let's I want to shut it down. Shut it the f- down. Of course I want to shut it's down It's out of control. We need a hard reset. We need to be like Jurassic Park and reset the whole system. Listen, I knew that this was not this was going to be a disaster when last week these House Republicans were at the border, including Speaker Mike Johnson. Yeah. And the speaker said when asked to, when asked, "Are you going to shut down the government over yeah. this?" Yeah. And he basically said no. Yeah. As a group of illegals crossed the river right yeah. behind him. Yeah, I know. That was bad. So that's how you know how serious they're taking this. Yeah. Uh, we were told that this was an improvement over Kevin McCarthy. That has basically yet to be proved whatsoever. Yeah, it's like and that meme of the uh, the guy wearing the exact same shirt that he got for Christmas as a yeah. gift. The the you know, yep. you know what I'm talking about. It's it's it is. What do we do this for? Yeah, it's just basically House Republicans sucking, which we've we've known for a while now. Well, I, I mean, right? Gonna, I, I, mean, what are, I mean, what are we doing here? I mean... Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, does this even mean that we're going to even win the House next year with all this drama? Well, here's the thing. Right? And you know I've made this point for a while now. We don't know yet what Mike Johnson's fundraising is going to be like. I really doubt that it's going to be as strong as McCarthy's was. Could be proven wrong. Yeah. I'd love to be proven like, wrong. I'm not saying I, we're hoping. We're, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't see it as yeah, of now. I don't see it either. And so I think that that's going to significantly hurt us. And you know the case the case I've been making the whole time, and I dis- strongly dislike Kevin McCarthy. Strongly. Yeah. Everybody knows how much yeah. I hated that but guy. But in terms of the core function of what a speaker does for his party, he was good at raising money. He was good at raising yeah, money. Yeah, he was good at raising money and, and, and helping in, his people. And, and, and I always said the timing was not right because going into an election year, basically the only function that matters of the speaker is raising that is money. Is raising the money getting and getting the majority. Because yeah. we need the majority with Trump and the Senate. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's we, useless. Yeah, we can't have this five seat. And, well, it's down to three now. Yeah, or two. Three. I think yeah, it's two, down to two. Yeah. So... Anyway, Mike Johnson goes and makes this deal with the Democrats, which is a disgrace, a total disgrace. And, yeah, you don't have a a huge majority, but you have power as the majority. And to just, you know, get on your knees and take it from them 
is... Well, we've discussed this before. You know what? I mean, we hate Democrats, but they are excellent at maximizing institutional power, mm-hmm. whether they're in the minority or the majority. When the majority, they're dangerous, obviously. We see that with mm-hmm. you know, Trump and, and the Russian collusion hoax and what happens when they get you know, the, the powers of the Department of Justice and the FBI behind them. But like, look, look what they do. They know how to wield power. Yeah. I, ha- I mean, I hate to give a hat tip, yeah. but you have to hand it to them. They're the actual majority. Yeah, yeah. They get everything they want. That's what's going to happen. Everything they want. Well, you know this And weekend, we can't do anything because our side's too You stupid. know this weekend when this funny deal came out, I said that it was going to be, you know, 50 or 60 Republicans that vote with the Democrats to pass this. Yeah. The Democrats today, however, did not vote for the rules package, which I found interesting. Yeah. Not really sure what their end game is here. Um, but Johnson's got to be careful because if he pulls the wrong levers here and makes deals with the devil, uh, he's going to find himself out to the curb pretty yeah, quickly too. Um, your deal, you know, your deal. I know we we hate them and they we mock them often, but you know what, Hakeem Jeffries, Steny Hoyer, Nancy Pelosi. That's a brain trust. That that's that's. And Chuck Schumer. Th- Chuck Schumer. That is a all star team right there. Well, yeah, they. they- Suck, yeah, but yeah. politically they know how to win. Politically, power. like that's how, that's how I mean. Yeah, like, po- yeah. like they know how to win their right. Like yeah. it's we we've known that for years. And Mike Johnson is like rolling with the JV squad here. Mm-hmm. There's just no interest in getting anything under control. There's no interest in getting any spending under control. There's no interest in even looking at entitlements whatsoever, None. which is the largest driver. Of our of our uh, issue, debt, debt and deficit besides sure. the now one point two trillion dollars in interest payments, yeah. which is now the largest budget line item in the entire federal budget. Yeah, for sure. Almost, yeah. almost a quarter of the budget is debt interest payments. Yeah, it's okay. getting out of control. It's four hundred billion dollars more than we spend on defense. It's now about to be larger than what we spend on Social Security. Yet nobody seems interested no one wants to touch in it. tackling this issue. No one wants to touch We it. will reach a point in which this is going to destroy the country. That, combined with the fact that we have millions of illegals invading our country yeah. and, and further straining the welfare system. Well, they right? just basically uh, told an entire high school they're going to be remote. Because they're using the school oh, yeah. to house 2,000 illegals. Oh, yeah. You saw Americans, that? yeah. Americans are being pushed to the side. You can't go illegals. to school. Education is canceled because we need to yep. house these people. You want to know why plane tickets are so expensive? Is <laughs> because the U.S. government's buying up plane tickets all over the place to move these illegals around. Oh, my God. Yep. It's There's so many things that are a problem. And the House GOP, except for a few patriots are not interested in solving any of the problems. They're interested in getting reelected and keeping their own power. And while, yes, that is important, it's also important to come through on your promises to the voters. Yeah. Why even have a Republican majority if you're going to do the bidding of the Democrats? Yeah. Right? That's that's always been my argument. Yeah. I mean, we Why even we, bother electing Republicans said this, if they are Democrats? We've said it on the podcast for a while now. Yeah. And so this is going to be. I mean, a, big a lot issue. of that credibility went like down. I mean, people. I mean, this is going way back, but like the failure to repeal Obamacare. Yep, thanks, John a, McCain. That was a ten-year promise. Lord knows how much money was raised by Republicans on that promise, uh-huh. and yep. did it happen? No. Well, f- John McCain. Yeah, it was. Well, it was f- yeah, John that McCain. Was bad vote. I know. In literally vote. his last act yeah. to f- us over. Yeah. Him and his f- thumbs down. Yeah. The guy who. Literally ran on on uh, repealing yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Decided to keep it, uh-huh. and now it's here. And you know, it's just it's like I I don't know what the Republican political class and strategy class thought would would be like the you know the fallout from this. Like it would just go away because uh-huh. they kind of just stopped talking about it. Yeah. It's like no people who are passionate and then follow this, who vote and give money, don't remember. They will never forget that. Yeah. And they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Ten years. Nothing. Yeah, I, believe me, I know. Almost ten it's, years. It, This is just only going to get much worse, and 
I hope to God that we can get some real conservatives up there who will actually push the uh, the envelope and get some of the stuff done. But it seems that any time that there's any of those types of people, they get stripped of their committee assignments yep. or they're you know branded. Now, granted, sometimes they do they don't do themselves any favors. Sure, but sure, but you know. It's not like they're Hunter Biden smoking crack and selling if government access If deals. you're not in on yeah. the Uniparty, they will quickly find a way to get rid of yeah. you. Um, all Look right, George Santos. Speaking of the Uniparty and the yeah. establishment, let's talk about the Epstein list because that came out, uh, I think, last Wednesday night after yeah. we had recorded yeah, the podcast. little pieces here and there. Um, you know, we have a more pretty much complete list now of all the people that uh, had gone to Epstein's island. Some ones that we knew about, like Bill Clinton, obviously, making many, many trips there. Hillary accompanying him for a trip. Oh. Uh, Bob Menendez's ex-girlfriend was a good one. Um, sure, she was arranging some things for Menendez. I mean, we've, you know, in New Jersey politics, long heard things about Bob Menendez. Uh, boss Bob. Yeah, we he, we know some things about him. But uh, Prince Andrew, we, we knew we that know, for a long yeah. time. David Copperfield was an interesting yeah. one. Leonardo DiCaprio, interesting. I mean... Not surprising. He likes them young. Uh, Michael Jackson also likes those little yeah. boys young. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey, Spacey. Yeah, we knew also, that. Also, yeah. The most interesting one out of all of them, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, man. Stephen I th- Hawking. I think Stephen Hawking was, was able. Who? Well, he, I think he was I think he was faking. I think, think he I, just got up out of yep, that wheelchair when he got to the island. As soon as he got, oh, oh, I'm here on the private pedophile island. <laughs> got up. Mm, I don't know. Uh, probably not, but he probably had some sort of robo-sex toys that he used to f*** anyway. Okay. Uh, what? Well, so, first off, yeah. the memes oh, out of phenomenal. the Hawking thing, The best. Phenomenal. Secondly, apparently he was a big guy on the midgets. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that was his thing, apparently. Get over there, little one. <laughs> um, and, and there's been so many great... Uh, jokes made about this. I'm sure you've seen them Steve out there. Hawking with the piles of midgets. Yeah. And there's some other people on the list, too. We're just going to leave yeah. them out of the discussion for now. But, uh, you know, I, I I thought that there was going to be better ones on there. Yeah. It was kind of a little bit disappointing, but I don't know. I guess when you build something up so much in your head, you just think yeah. that, uh, you know, it's going to be better than it is. And there's tapes on all these people. Remember, he has blackmail tapes. Well, remember that so the, the FBI raided that island when, when after he supposedly killed himself, and they're like, "Yeah, there there are recording devices and all this." And there's definitely blackmail tapes. Here's the thing: there is reports that there are sex tapes of like Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew and all yeah. them. So we'll see if those ever come out. I'm not I'm not going to count on that. I don't think that yeah, that'll ever happen. Well, you know how the FBI is nowadays. You know, yeah, you, exactly. you can't have uh, Bill Clinton or the or, or or the wealthy Democrat donor base being exposed like this. Right. Which is why they're going off on Donald Trump going there. Mhm. Haven't you noticed that? They're like, yep. "Oh, he's Doe 174 or some Yeah. Maybe possibly. I'm like, "What? Okay." I don't think so. I don't yeah. I think that's fake. Yeah. Um Business Insider, by the way. Yeah, business insiders. That's sucks. all you need to know. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the other uh, big time conspiracy theory that's going right now. So I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, have heard about uh, these tunnels in New York City. Dug- the Hamas tunnels? No. Oh, no, wait, I forgot. <laughs> the Hasidic Jew tunnels. Yeah, they were dug by the Hasidic Jews. Yeah. Um, in Brooklyn. Yeah. And the reason that this came to light was the uh, people were hearing Yiddish and people talking being yeah. spoken below yeah. their floorboards yeah. when there was no basement in the building. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So they thought that people were beneath them. They called the cops many, many times. Yep. The cops never did anything about it. And yeah. then eventually the cops found these tunnels. Yeah. And they emptied them out on, I think it was maybe Monday night. Caused um, total mayhem. Pepper spray had to be deployed. It was a, it was crazy. It the was videos nuts. are crazy. Yeah. So obviously, when something like this happens, where there's not a whole bunch of information and it's very intriguing, it leads to a lot of uh, conspiracy theories. Yeah. And we don't know. No. You know what was going on no. down there? There's baby carriers in these tunnels. Yeah. So you've you've seen a lot there of was, the videos. There of, was a, a, a there's images of a bloody mattress being taken out of these tunnels. 
supposedly this was dug. They they were dug by an extremist group of uh, students, uh-huh. student extremist group. But other than that, we don't know why they wanted a secret entrance into the synagogue in Crown Heights. Um, obviously, given the extent of the Shawshank Redemption like tunneling, mm-hmm. the city the city had to immediately do like a a structural integrity inspection. And it led to like twelve people getting arrested. They're popping. They're popping out of sewers. I'm I don't. Like, yeah, that what? was pretty. That was the nuts. Memes, again, the memes. Yeah, the memes were phenomenal. Yeah, uh, one was like he saw his shadow. That yeah. means eight more months of eight, eight, eight more months of war, yeah. war in Gaza. I don't buy that it was just a quote extremist student group. Yeah, I don't quite. Yeah, I've seen some stuff being thrown around that this was a long running turf war. Between two uh, factions of this, oh Shabbat, um, the Shabbat movement, and, yeah, uh, yeah, um, and that they were trying to expand and connect it all and centralize power with like the headquarters. It's it's very it's strange. It's weird, yeah. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens yeah. in any information that comes out from the city about this. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that's really captured the imagination yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, the. Th- <laughs> I, I, I just don't get it. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't mean, understand. We need to wait and see on some of this stuff. But yeah. yeah. Just yeah. like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> yep. But but if you see the video from inside, it doesn't seem to me like it was just a group of students. It seemed like it pretty was a advanced. major operation. Yeah, pretty yeah, advanced. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It wasn't just Andy Dufresne with the yeah. pick hammer. You and then, know? of course, there's like... Rumors of, you know, child sex trafficking and pedophilia and, Yeah, well, let's you know. just hold the... Pe- I mean, yeah, it could I be those wanna... things. It could be... It very well could be those things. Yeah. I, Maybe. I, I, I'm not going to levy allegations yeah. there, but... Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time religious leaders are caught in those yeah, kinds of scams. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> other conspiracy theory. Have you heard about the aliens in Miami? There's... It, no. So, back Ooh. last, it wasn't this Monday, it was the Monday before. The, the I think it was the Bayside Mall, I believe, for, uh, in Miami. It was in Miami, it was yeah. a mall. Yeah. There was a massive police response. I remember, they said it was yeah. teenagers, though. Well, that's fighting. the official that's explanation. The official oh, that's the Teenagers story. fighting, setting off fires, this and that. But there was yeah. a series of weird events that occurred... They closed off all the airspace oh. around there. Um, there is very limited video, and there's yeah. not pictures or images no, no, of these no. kids fighting. The police department has a gag order on the event. Wow! Like so, no one's allowed to talk about so it. So the Men in Black got to the police department. Well, that's you know that's yeah. the theory, and I'm yeah. not saying it's true, so, but I do love a good conspiracy yeah. theory, and this is one of them that's floating so around. Will now. Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are on scene. All I'm saying is, if you want to go down a good rabbit hole and put your tinfoil Alien, hat on, aliens, look up aliens I, in dude, Miami. That's awesome. And there's a lot of well, going let on me around. tell you, you know, one of the points in the Bermuda Triangle is Miami. That's true. So, just saying, maybe, maybe okay. You know what? Let's go with that. It was aliens. All right. It was like it was like race. It's like race to uh, which mountain? Or that's Matt that saying that. It's not me saying aliens. That. But I am intrigued. That's the Greys are here. Yeah. Luckily, no um, tripod uh, burst out of that, uh, you know, structure and zapped us all, like in War of the Worlds. Well, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> they're already uh, here. Let's talk about uh, the terrorists here in the United States, because they're getting real out of control at this yeah. point. Um, we have now Hamas supporters desecrating a U.S. military cemetery this weekend uh, in Los Angeles. Well, that's all you need to know. Yeah. I mean, Los Angeles. I mean, I, I, horrible. I'm not saying uh-huh. it's, it's horrible, but, like, the fact that it happened in Los Angeles. Uh, you know. we, we can't let these yeah. terrorists do this. No. In a military cemetery. Okay? Yeah. yeah. You have to put them down. Yeah. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, also, naturally, they block traffic. They keep but, blocking the damn traffic, yeah. But, like, the, this these people are terrorists and should be treated. Yeah. Like that. Well, send them to Guantanamo. Yeah, the people who set off that massive air balloon to try to shut down uh, JFK Airport, they should definitely be charged. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they're putting hundreds of people's lives at risk. Let's let's crash some airplanes to uh, you know cease fire in Gaza. Well, that's what they did. That's what they're trying to yeah. do. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I, I'm just I, I've I've had it. I've had it. Yeah. No one cares. No one is ever gonna f- care about the f- gospel. They're not. Sorry, not even the Arab countries care. Yeah. Well. Privately. They'll, they're going to make us care because that's basically what I these know, terrorists that's what do. they do. Yep. That's what they do. And you know, you know how I think that's going to go in yeah. the end. All right. Let's talk about uh, Hunter Biden today. Uh, would you, did you see all this that happened? <laughs> yeah, he decided to come to his own contempt hearing. <laughs> yeah, so this it's morning, in the audience, though. <laughs> this morning, House Oversight Committee began its markup of holding Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress for defying the congressional subpoena. Right? Well, who should show up unannounced but Hunter Biden himself? Uh, he basically showed up, put on this big publicity stunt and show. Um, and then ran away. Then ran away. Ran away. Yep. Like a now just Had to few, do some crack cocaine. Well, just a few minutes ago, the committee voted to advance the contempt uh, resolution. Yeah. Um, or whatever it's called, and it will go to a full vote of the House. Uh, So that's going to be very interesting. Um, And then can we beat him with retractable batons? (laughs) Well, keep in mind, uh, who was it that was in the Trump administration that went to uh, jail for contempt of Congress? Oh, well... Where they tried to put Roger Stone in jail, right? Roger Stone in jail. I think, think, no, I think Stone was in jail. Yeah, he he? was in jail for a little bit, I think. A little bit. Yep. Um, Bannon... Yep. And then um, who's the, he was one of the the trade guys. I forget his name. The trade guys. I, 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 I'm embarrassed. I, I forgot his name. Oh. You know who oh, I'm talking about. Yes. That was one of the, like, he had, like, remember he had, like, three jobs. Yep. One of them was um, yep. a, tra- a trade on. What the f*** was his name? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I forget what his name is. But, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. They gave him, like, 22 months. Yeah. yeah. It was something outrageous. Um. Well, my favorite Navarro. part. Navarro. Peter Pete, Navarro. Peter yeah. Navarro. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. My favorite moment of this morning was when Hunter Biden was running away from the hearing room. The reporters, of course, chased yeah. him down. And one reporter yelled some pretty funny questions yeah. at him. Take a listen. Could you please, I'll answer your question if you be quiet and let me make a statement, okay? What kind of crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? Let me- what kind of crack yeah. are you smoking, Hunter? I, that person deserves a medal. I love, yeah. the, I love the chutzpah. I, I know it's very much like... Um, <laughs> Howard 100 News, <laughs> you know, yeah. but uh, I, listen, at this point, if he, if, if they're going to play this game, you know, uh, someone on our side should do that. Yeah. yeah. Them. Yep. Also, I think it's actually an interesting question. What yep. type of crack cocaine does yep. he smoke? Uh, the House Homeland Security Committee this morning found, held its first impeachment hearing, diving into the actions of DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Um, take a listen to how the hearing started off, and then we'll talk about it. We're here today not only because House Republicans are determined to hold Secretary Mayorkas accountable, but because more than 200 House Democrats voted on November the 13th to refer articles of impeachment to our committee. We're now acting in a bipartisan way, I suppose, in taking up those very articles. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. I think there's actually a real chance that this might actually happen. He's really the guy who's going to take the fall for this border mess, even though at the end of the day, I... It's, it's really Joe Biden. Yeah. That's what... I'm not going to say I feel bad for him, but he's yeah. clearly a, just a puppet. Yeah. You know, with the strings being pulled yeah. from above. Yeah. Um, this ain't the top target. Yeah. You know? So. But I guess we'll take what we can get. Yep. Um, it's obviously not going to happen, give him out of the Senate or whatever, yeah. but it's... Well, we now have estimates from the Border Patrol that the cartels are earning $32 million a week from trafficking illegal aliens into our country. I'd like to officially resign my position at Town Hall. In, the, in <laughs> one Texas sector alone, oh, wow. $32 million per week in one sector. So it's no surprise that to her inter- yeah. they're invested yeah. in keeping this going. $32 million a week, wow. Um, and we have some headlines of illegal immigrant crime here. Border agents stop illegal immigrant convicted of murder. Man stabbed to death at NYC illegal immigrant shelter. Illegal immigrant deported multiple times charged with killing mother and son in drunk driving crash. These headlines are continuing to yeah. become yeah. more and more often. Yeah. Uh, One is already bad enough. Kate Steinle, bad enough. That was way long time ago. Bad enough. I'm just saying, like, bad enough. Just the other day I had but a now, Facebook memory pop up. Yeah. From 2018, 
of a police officer that was killed by an illegal immigrant. Yes. And they these issues are even worse now. Um, I really do think that this issue... Oh, it's going to be... Is going to yeah. really explode as yeah. part of this election. Yeah. I think um, you're going to see a lot of surprisingly staunch Democrats might voting Republican. Yep. For the, over this. I had a friend tell me that someone in New York... Uh, oh, they overheard them saying that they hated Trump, voted for Biden last time, but it's going to vote Trump this time strictly because of the illegal immigrants invading New York City. Yeah. You got it. And if you don't think and that Chicago that, if, too. If, if They've had it in Chicago yeah, if you as don't well. think that that trend is going to continue across many places. Yeah. Uh, and that's why Trump is enjoying basically his best poll numbers ever. Yeah. It's ironic, you know, because in 16, this is what catapulted Trump to the top of the heap. It is. Illegal yeah. immigration. He was the first and one. And back then. He went down to Texas in August of 2015 after he announced, you know, going down the escalator. Now I'm going, I'm running for president. Went right to the border. Gave Jose Diaz-Bailard of MSNBC a talking to for mm-hmm. trying to, um, you know, smear him. And, you know, he, he's the first one to talk about it. And now, you know, there it is. It's, it's you know. Well, and back then it was nothing oh, compared no. to what it is now. It was manageable. Yeah. It was bad. Oh, yeah. But this was f-ing manageable. This yeah. is like out of control. Now we're going to need, you know, like we talked about last time, we're going to need deportation forces. We're going to need drones. We're going to need a wall. Yeah. We need the Minutemen back. Well, you know, I think we're going to have to. We should bring them back. We're going to have to take some extreme measures here, but. Get the posses going. Okay. Meanwhile, yeah, I wish. You know what I mean. You know how I feel about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, meanwhile, our economy is teetering on the edge, in, especially in the labor market. Um, oh, how there's 476,000 phantom jobs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The participation rate is crashing. Yeah. Okay. 700,000 Americans dropping out of the workforce. All these illegals taking all these jobs. And even then, most of them can't find jobs. They're living off of taxpayer uh, phones and health care and shelter and food. How much do you think this is causing? It's causing hundreds of billions of dollars. Yeah. Where is this money going to come from? We're already broke. Put it on the credit card, man. That's what they're doing. Well, the credit card is going to default yeah. soon. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Um, thanks, to, you know, thanks to Kevin McCarthy for raising that debt limit forever. But, um, you know, I, this is all going to come to a head at some point. And I really think that this is going to be real bad for a lot of people. A new, a new survey came out they surveyed i think it was 400 ceos across the country how many percent of companies do you think are planning on doing significant layoffs over this year mm, over half 40 percent. all right i was close so half. yeah i was close yeah there is going to be hundreds of thousands of layoffs in this country coming up uh companies are struggling there's huge issues there's uh there, there's so many issues you have you just look at the large banks the large banks are i think 700 billion in unrealized losses yeah. unrealized losses yeah. on the books yeah so there's there's going to be more bank failures yeah I mean, I mean, I think that I think we haven't really seen the full ripple effect of that. Of well, not to collapse mention of that Silicon Valley. You're, you're, bank. you're looking at commercial real yeah. estate, uh, infecting residential real estate. Yep. Um, pensions too, because yeah. pensions have invested in in this type yep. of uh, type of real estate market. It's gonna it's gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's what I think. Twenty twenty four is gonna be the Great Reset. You've yep. been talking about it. I saw a bunch of financial people throughout Christmas and into the New Year talking about how twenty twenty four is gonna be like the massive reset. Yeah. And not in a good way. Now, yeah. you know, so I don't know what to tell people. Cash Very out. Well could be. Put everything in a duffel bag. Uh, not financial advice. Not financial <laughs> advice. But um, If you don't want to be homeless. <laughs> yeah, but not financial advice. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's always good to be vigilant, especially now. Uh, the market has been overinflated for a long time. There's not a lot of room for it to move up, but there is a lot of room for it to move down. Not financial advice. Uh, but... Election years are always very turbulent for the market anyway. So take that for what it is. That's a historical trend, especially when it comes to uh, summer into early fall before an election. September's particularly before election years are bloodbaths usually. Yeah. So, you know, 
the only thing I could see mitigating that is if businesses and and people become hopeful that Trump's going to come back in and get the economy moving again. That could keep the market at bay. But there's there's a lot going on here. The, you know, you could have liquidity crunches. I mean, it's it's honestly a miracle that we've dodged these bullets to this point. But the fact that, you know, all these smart people, people who are much smarter than me when it comes to financial industry, are very, very concerned about 2024 uh, and the overall sturdiness of the economy, I think is uh, a good indicator for where we're at. Yeah. And we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, a lot of right. frauds going on. Let's talk about 2024 a little bit here. The election, uh, obviously, we are just days away from the first votes occurring in the 2024 election. We've made it. We're here. We've been waiting for this since 2020 uh, when we all had our hearts ripped out. Hopefully, it's going to be a better time this go around. I don't, I don't We'll see. It's yeah, going to be we'll terrible for us either yeah, way. It's going um, <laughs> to be a long out. Be a long year. I wish we could just snap our fingers, yeah. get to November now, get the sober. Maybe with. we maybe there shouldn't even be an election. There should just be Trump as president. Well, and then yeah. Biden goes into the Let's retirement just put home. Trump in permanent. Yeah, yeah right? and then no elections anymore. So Joe Biden kicked off his twenty twenty four campaign with this ad. Oh my god. Uh, the first to- listen to the first ten seconds of this ad. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. All of us are being asked right now. What will we do to maintain our democracy? There is an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs of our democracy. I'm sorry, which party is trying to uh, remove Trump from the ballot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I didn't listen to the rest of the ad. That is what they're going to do, this whole campaign. This whole campaign is going to be MAGA extremists. Defense of democracy, yeah. Ugh, democracy. You gotta, Ugh. you gotta remove him from the ballot because you know Fourteenth Amendment. He's an insurrectionist. The amount of times you're gonna hear democracy, this campaign oh, it's, oh, is God. gonna be it's gonna insane. Be, yeah, they must recycle their January six bullshit talking points. Yeah. They can't run on their record. They've destroyed the country. They know it. We know it. Democrats know Joe Biden's in deep. And that's the only messaging that they're yeah. going to have. Also, the, the, the narration that Biden yeah, did. Yeah, didn't yeah. He just sounds tired, labor. Well, and of course, uh, Joe, uh, right? Biden, Joe Biden went to Charleston on Monday and went to uh, the, uh, Mother Emanuel AME Church, which of course oh, is... Oh, the, the, the Dylan Roof shooting. Yeah, the yeah. side of that. Um, his speech was off the rails. Uh, take, a, take a listen to what he had to say about him basically being black. Roll that. I was talking downstairs. I, uh, I've spent more time in uh, the uh, Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, Delaware, than I have uh, than most people I know, black or white, have spent in that church. Because that's where I started. Civil, no, I'm serious. I started a civil rights movement. I used to go to 7:30 mass, then I go to 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock service with the reverend who was then running the church. Is now the bishop. She's a bishop, and I'm told you're bishop had been there before in South Africa. And that's where he is right now. The point is that I've been blessed to worship here before as well. That's a lie. Not a right lie. Then he referred to the 2020 Black Lives Matter now proven total fraud Mm -hmm. organization and uh, all that, uh, a historic movement. Roll that clip. After the historic movement, for justice in the summer of 2020, I signed the most significant police reform executive order in history. Well, yeah, he, well, yeah, yeah. He, well, he has to thank those people for getting him elected. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, violent riots yeah. and looting and murders yeah. and destruction uh, during the summer and of the, 2020. And, and the tens of millions that they stole from people to buy real estate and mansions and other things. Oh, how, how, how many, how many yeah. local chapter presidents have gone to jail for fraud? Mm-hmm. Um, I ha- it's, it's numerous. And... Yep. There's a reason why, in terms of the national movement, why nobody wants to be the treasurer. Yep. How you know? It's been vacant for years because there's 70, I think $70 million just lying there. Yep. But as soon as somebody gets in there and has to connect all the dots into the paperwork, they're probably opening themselves up for serious legal trouble with regards to fraud. Well, I'll tell you, the, the most interesting part is that he was interrupted by pro-Palestinian terrorists. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, no, demonstrators. Terrorists. Terrorists. uh, Demanding a ceasefire now. That's going to be an interesting split and kind of uh, 
uh, I think the fractured. Mu- I think the Muslims stay home. Frankly. The Muslims are, are definitely a little pissed They're off. They're not happy. They're not happy um, that all their terrorist friends are being blown out of the sky. And yeah. they might stay home. Yeah, it's very possible. Very, very possible. If that happens, we win the Rust Belt again. Yep. yep. Oh, by the way. I mean, is that not an exaggeration? No, I agree with you. I mean, I totally I mean it, it's not yeah. going to... God, it won't be like a 15-point win. It'll be like 1.7, but a win's a win. There's less Muslims in, I think, Wisconsin than there is Michigan. Yeah. You know, Dearborn, Michigan. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like if if Dearborn stays home and owns... We, yeah, yeah. If we can get Detroit. if we can get a good showing in in, in the Detroit area, we won't win Detroit. But if we get like somewhat, comparable, but there's also a significant shift in black attitudes toward Trump. Well, they might also stay home because they don't like Biden either. But yeah, also, they're they're, ca- they're kind of getting on the Trump train, and yeah. you know why they don't like they don't like illegals either. Yeah, you know who else doesn't like illegals? Legal Hispanics. Yes, they don't like them either. Who are, are quickly jumping? Yeah, you know Biden. I think is. Almost below thirty percent at this point. He has to be. Um, it could. It could. Now I'm not going to yeah. say that Trump's going to get seventy percent of the vote because no, it's not going to happen. No, but, but I could easily see a case where, especially if RFK Jr. stays in, uh, where Trump gets an outright plurality of popular vote. Yeah, you I, know, I, it I might be forty five percent or so. Yeah, but Biden might get you know thirty seven, thirty eight. Well, that's and trash. Then, you know, and then RFK Jr. gets you know ten or whatever yeah. like that. Um, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. It is very going to be very, very interesting. But here's the thing. Remember the Democracy Party, right? They say, yeah. oh, we love democracy. Yeah. Uh, We're for our institutions. 81% of Democrats believe states should kick Trump off the ballot. Well, yeah. That's the real election interference. Yes. You want to talk about election interference. It's coming from I mean, inside the House. We've been to be discuss this for years. It's crazy. The call the, is coming from inside the House. The Supreme Court is going to decide this, and it's going to be probably uh, one of the biggest decisions out of yeah. the Supreme Court in the history of the court, uh, very much in the same realm as Bush v. Gore. Yep. I think that— Except that this will not be a, a close decision. Uh, I don't agree that it's going to be 9-0. Um, I know a lot of people are saying that. I don't think so. I can I see it being 7-2. 7-2 is what I think. Yeah. Yep. That's Which exactly is pretty—you know, that's a—let me tell you, and, and brace yourself for the— well, Clarence Thomas is on the court. It's it's illegitimate. Well, that's what they're you know? that's what they're already All, messaging. Kavanaugh, yeah. Barrett. Well, yeah. of course they land. They decided to land this way. Yep. Meanwhile, they're going to ignore the concurrent opinions by some of the most liberal just justices. Listen, at a minimum, the, you know, at a minimum, it should be six three. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I think seven two is a little more reasonable. Watch um, Sotomayor side with the majority. It's possible. I, I'm dead serious. It's and possible. then the, oh well, but Sotomayor's no 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 that doesn't matter. Yeah. Because Barry and Kavanaugh and yep. Barrett and all that. Whatever. Um, Look at the gifts. So we've got voting coming up here, okay, on Monday. Apparently also while we are on here, Chris Christie I think is going to drop out of the race. I don't know if that's occurred already moments ago or it's happening. That's that's what I've heard. Apparently he may endorse Nikki Haley. He'll endorse himself. Um, I'm trying to find here if – let's see. (laughs) <laughs> so Chris Christie did drop out um, He did drop out Or apparently is going to drop out Apparently he, he just moments ago Had a brutal hot mic moment Regarding Nikki Haley Which is a great segue Because I yeah. wanted to talk About how much Nikki Haley sucks So let's, let's take a listen To what Chris Christie had to say I mean who's punching above their weight And who's getting a return on their investment You know And she's going to get smoked and you and I both know it. She's not up to this. She hasn't even been. She's still 20 points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And he's, gonna, he's still going to carry out. Right? Yes. Always. I, t- you know, I talk to this. this. <laughs> Everybody, knows Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. She's going to get smoked. Um, Poor Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. I can't stand her. Oh, my God. She's the worst. You know, you know what she is? She's worse than Vivek Ramaswamy. Whoa! And that, and I hate him Whoa. too. But I'll tell you what, he's stop traffic. I will say, I do like how he drives the conversation and speaks a lot of truth. I still don't like him personally. I I don't want him well, anywhere near the power. How he scalps the the media? Yes. Right in real time. In their face is yeah. is great. I, I wish that it could carry over to other qualities of him as a candidate. But yeah. on that, 
he's excellent. You know I what will, he reminds me of is it, because it he's, is, he's he's quicker. He knows their playbook. He knows exactly yeah. because he is a Soros guy. Right. I get it. He knows, yeah. playbook. He yeah. knows exactly where they're gonna go, and he's like, I'm gonna face. You on, on live television, yeah. and you know what? I, I know what you're going to say before you even think about what you're going to say. And these journals, what was it from NBC, uh, NBC and I think Washington Wapo. Post too? They couldn't handle no, it. They just no. struggled. So Their hard. minds exploded. They yeah. got all. They they threw a little fit. Yeah. One of them uh, from the Washington Post went on her. Did a lengthy thread about why she gave uh, the white supremacy question. Made it worse. Got mm-hmm. community noted the death. By the way. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, you know what? If you weren't, like, inauthentic, I might, he, he, might Listen, listen. He, <laughs> he's grown on me a little bit, I will say. Yeah. You know, he, he'd be a great well, press secretary. Well, it's because he would be, but I, I know why you like to, Besides that, it's because he's been delivering lethal haymakers to Nikki on that debate stage. Yes, I, I do <laughs> day love in that. Day <laughs> There's some interesting similarities between the two, besides the fact that they're both Indian. Uh, at least he kept his real name. He didn't, you know, try to pick up a white name to to hide that. Like Nick. Um, he never had a real position on anything. But now he has picked positions and is sticking with it. Yeah. And I give some respect for that. Nikki Haley has never had real positions on anything and continues to flip-flop in real time. She really hasn't given. A, I know this is kind of like a like a peripheral issue, but like she has never given a solid position on vaccine mandates. That's because right. She likes them. She doesn't, doesn't like, like them, them, depending on who she's talking COVID, to. COVID, no. At any given HPV, moment, HPV maybe. She, which is ridiculous, yeah. by the way. She licks her finger, puts it in the air, and sees what's happening, and then decides. Listen to this clip from the town hall that she did with Brett Bear. Oh, yeah, the other yeah, night, yeah, 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 where he confronted her on her take on raising the retirement age. Roll that clip. Governor DeSantis is hitting you for claiming the retirement age is, quote, way, way too low. He said, quote, I don't know why she's saying that. So are you saying that? Where do I you have stand never once said that. Well, wait, I've... wait, wait. In Bloomberg interview, you said um, anyone who says they'll leave America bankrupt, Social Security will go bankrupt, Medicare will, so we don't touch anyone's retirement. But go to people like my kids in their 20s and tell them the rules haven't changed. Change the retirement age to reflect life expectancy. Yes. In the same clip, she goes from yes to no to yes on raising the retirement age. Yeah. Well, what about the one where she talked about how you can change personalities from state to state? Oh, yeah. Remember that? Oh, Iowa? Yeah. And then, yeah. oh, you can change personalities uh-huh. Uh-huh. in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Change? What do you mean? And then she, what was that weird thing about she, she had black friends? Well, she says she can't, can't possibly be racist because she has black friends, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but the best part was had. Yeah, yeah, what do you mean yeah. had? First of all, don't answer that question. It's a trap. Well, Two, listen, like what the f- – had? Listen, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be friends with a lame-ass <laughs> like her either. Yeah, that's true. Um, let, that's also, true. she the slavery question was so bad. Oh, that she, my God. Um, and, and remember, we've talked about this a long time. She flip-flops all the time. She does. She flip-flop on uh, – Transgender, from shouldn't happen to Maybe who cares coulda, woulda, to shoulda. shouldn't happen to to yeah all these kids she get all these sex yeah. surgeries on TV yeah. remember we played that clip just yeah. a few weeks ago um, and I'm yeah she was against transgender bathroom bills. Uh, when they tried to do it in South Carolina, but now says, mm, maybe we yeah. do need them or not, depending on who she's talking yeah. to. I mean, this yeah. lady doesn't have any positions on anything whatsoever. I'm surprised that Silicon Valley didn't pour uh, fill her war chest to the brim because you know she wants uh, biometric data to be uh, stored by these companies in order to well, she use, wants us to in order to use Twitter and social media to root out the anonymous accounts which yeah, is show like, us your papers yeah she wants a yeah. you know Reich main security uh, department for uh-huh. social media use listen here she tried to clear up made it worse someone from South Carolina who's been in South Carolina politics a long time analyzed and summarized her entire political career just like this she decided she wanted to go into politics she was never a conservative whatsoever but she happened to be in South Carolina, so she picked up a white name, decided she was a Republican because that's all that existed in South Carolina, basically, back then, was Republicans. And that's how she got the job. Yeah. 
She's also, not a conservative. She removed the Confederate flag from the state capitol. Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of problems with this, okay? And she should not be the vice president for Trump. I think that he's realized that. When they floated that trial balloon, it it fell out of the sky like the Chinese spy balloon off the coast of North North <laughs> Carolina. Out of the sky. Uh, I hope that he's not going to do that. I've heard some rumors that he's looking heavily at Lee Zeldin, which I think could actually be wow. a great choice. Lee Zeldin, um, huh? Yeah. Maybe he's not going to fall for the it must be a woman thing, which I'd be fine with. Well, listen, uh, well, I don't we, want a woman in there. Listen, we, John McCain tried that in 08. Didn't work out, did it? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, 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 just, it didn't work out because I mean, it's just so transparent. Just, listen, just go. He should go with, with his gut. And I've always said I'm not for just picking a woman just yeah, for the sake just, of picking a woman. Yeah. That's how we ended up with Kamala. Yeah. Okay. I do think a woman like Sarah Huckabee Sanders could be an excellent vice president. Yeah. But she might um, want to stay in Arkansas. She might want to stay in Arkansas. And she might want to run on her own. In but I also think that someone like Lee Zeldin from New York. That could be good. Where in New York, there's going to be a lot of seats that we're going to need to keep and pick up in Congress. Um, and his organizing skills. You know, I've always said that Lee Zeldin, I think, could be a great RNC chair. I think having his organizing skills. On the ticket as yeah. VP, I mean, he helping to lead the campaign. Yeah, he arguably right? helped us get the house because of, we we picked up the, uh, the the basically New York saved us. It was from New a York twenty twenty two midterm. It disaster. was New York and Florida. Yeah, pretty if much. If there was not New York and Florida, we would not have the majority. No, not. That's no. it. Uh, Slim it maybe. I really think that he could be a great kind of CEO for Trump. Yeah. Of the campaign, keeping an eye on things as vice president because we all know that the vice president is not a huge outside public role in running obviously they hold events and stuff yeah but he could really be behind the scenes being like okay this is a bad idea this is a good idea and 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 picking those things out so the more i hear about it the more i'm pretty positive uh that that's a really good option for us apparently he's heavily into the vetting already good um i think trump's probably a little ahead of the schedule that i had said where i think he was going to announce in april i think as soon as he has those delegates when he, ex, you know, air quotes, accepts yeah. the nomination. Yeah. It would be like an apprentice-like, you know, rollout. Yep. You know, it's yep. like, here's my nominee. We're going to yep. take it back, me yep. and Lee. Yep. Like, like Robert work. E. Lee. I really think it could work. So, <laughs> Just kidding. No. Going into uh, no. the, the caucus on Monday. Yeah. The, the polls say that Trump is going to win by 30 points uh, over DeSantis. Uh, I think that's probably accurate. I think that really it's just a question of who's going to come in second and how strong of a second is it going to be. Yeah. I think and do they want to take this into New Hampshire, you know? Nikki is Dude. for sure. Yeah. You know that dumb. Well, yeah, she's, okay. you know. The real question is what is DeSantis or... going to do? If DeSantis comes in second and it's not a good showing but he comes in second, he'll probably continue to New Hampshire cuz it's a week away from there. Yeah. And then once he gets obliterated there, he'll, drop he'll out. be out. I hope that he will then quickly, in that same speech, endorse Trump. I think that that's what's needed right now. Um, Nikki Haley's going to pull her hanging on for dear life as long as she possibly can. She thinks she's rising, but in reality, she's got a very hard cap of support because her rhino cuck segment of the party is pretty small these days yeah and it's gonna be a disastrous ending for her because she's gonna pull a ted cruz 2.0 you know where i'm going with this mm-hmm. should be party unity vote your conscience well she's, she's gonna go that route you know she's gonna go uh, that route. i don't know about that but i do think that she thinks that she can bring DeSantis supporters to her and that is just oh, well, false that's, that's because if you look at all the polling all the polling that asks hey you're a DeSantis supporter but if DeSantis drops out who are you gonna support it was like 79% Trump. So when DeSantis is gone, Trump's consolidated. It's over. Yeah. Christie sees it's over. Nikki's going to get smoked. Everybody knows it's over. And I get that some people may want to hang on. I, I hear you, Gail. I got your email, Gail. I read it. You don't have to consolidate behind Trump right now. You don't, you don't, you don't have to at all if you don't want to in the future. I think you should. Um, maybe it is a little early. We'll see how the votes go on Monday, but I'll tell you what my gut tells me is this is going to be total blowouts in both Iowa and New Hampshire. Maybe it's not. If yeah. it's not, I think it may change the race. 
yeah. because of how people feel this is going to go. Yeah. If Trump massively underperforms and DeSantis or Nikki Haley are right there, sure, sure. it could change the narrative. Yeah. But these polls are going to have to be way, 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 way like off. 40 points yeah. off. To okay. the point where it's like, do we even report on polls for the rest of this uh, rest of the year? Honestly, remember we made the mistake with uh, Romney of unskewing the polls. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. You remember uh, that? Uh, although some of it was, yeah, not that time. Yeah, yeah you should. <laughs> the not, Trump yeah. polls were very skewed yeah. the first time. Yeah. Then, then. Well, the, some people were trying to think that like the youth turnout would never like be replicated. I'm just like, I don't know. You should do that. Well, people, they love the, 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 Dude, the the young folk they loved him. So yeah. I don't know if you should count that out. Here's what's interesting. It's also presidential I, year. Everyone vote. You, you know, know, I saw a Gallup poll the other day. It was well, they got out of that business after the 2012 election. It was youth male, eighteen to twenty nine. Oh, yeah, how they're all becoming Republicans? Yeah. Yeah. It went from, I think, 32%. It's like 48 now. In 2012 yeah. to 49 Yeah, it's currently. pretty damn close. So that's interesting. That's an interesting trend. Yeah. Uh, which is not surprising because of all the woke These kids are being bombarded. Yeah. Constantly. You can't say that. Well, what do you mean I can't say that? Yeah. You know? So, yeah, tonight, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis will go at it head-to-head uh, in a CNN debate. That should be I guess. I don't know if I'm going to even watch it. Uh, Fox News Town Hall tonight for Trump. Um, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis had Fox News Town Halls this week. Didn't, you know, make a ton of news out of it. Really, the most newsworthy thing was Nikki Haley being a flip-flopping and Brett Baer calling her out to her face. <laughs> um, you know, I, the race is status quo. Nothing's really changing, except I, I feel like people are consolidating to Trump. They feel it. Oh, look at all the House leadership. I know. And All is that, the leadership and in is the that Senate. Su- and is that such a bad thing that we got this behind us now? Now we have months and months of supposed unity. Well, the, the primary never really yeah, even never started. Yeah, really began. I know. But I'm just saying, okay. you know, it's, it's – There were very few polls where will, Trump was below 50. Yeah. I think his low water point was like yeah. 47, well, 48. point is – now we can all right. We can unite, and all of our energy could be focused on attacking Joe Biden for months on yeah. end, which has yeah. to have Democratic strategists somewhat nervous because I think they were hoping for a bloodbath that will last for months, right? Yeah, sure. Eh, sure. It didn't happen, and now the entire you know GOP you know media consulting establishment can now focus all their fire I think there's on, gonna, on Joe Biden for months. There's going to need to be some band aiding for sure. Yeah, yeah, some peroxide. Um, it, it'll sting a little uh, but bit. But I'll say, again, it's not a it's not a zero percent chance yeah. that something crazy happens. Uh, but again, this is the direction that things yeah. are heading in now. Yeah. So, um, all right, we're gonna wrap up for today. Yeah. That's enough. Uh, we'll, we'll of course. I'm depressed already. Depressed? Why? I don't know. I I think honestly, I'm, I'm actually I think I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> electorally, we have our best chance now than no. ever before. Yeah. Our only problem is that the election is still ten months away. No, 11 months away. Yeah. Who knows? Whatever the f*** it is, it's a lot Will away there be still. an election this year? <laughs> Watch Joe Biden. I don't think there should be an election. You know, they're prepping the new virus. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's a while away. There's a lot of time until election day, and I think that's really our biggest downside right now. Yeah, I know. Because if the election were held today, oh, we'd we win. Yeah. Right. It's a double-edged sword time. Yeah. When you have too yeah. much time, ooh. Yep. The waiting's the hardest ooh. part. Famous man said that. Yeah. Um, all right. So, of course, we will have all the coverage for you of the Iowa caucus on Monday um, at townhall.com and on all of our sites. If you have Monday off, we do not. But if you have Monday off, I hope you enjoy your three-day weekend. Oh, thanks, Storm. You're not off. <laughs> Get the back to work. Uh, I hope that you enjoy... The first weekend of the playoffs for football. Um, and I hope that you all get maybe stay warm because it's going to get f-ing cold. Oh, yeah, it is. And just remember, Arctic next week. Arctic Blast is coming, I believe. It's the right? polar vortex. Yeah, the polar vortex. Oh, just remember shit. next week when they tell you climate change, if it's cold, it's climate change. If it's hot, it's climate change. If it's dry, Climate change. If it's wet? Too much water? Climate change. Yeah. Not enough water? Climate change. Yeah. Where's the water? Climate change. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Humid? It's, no humidity? Climate the change. The propaganda machine 
is off the rails. We had this so. blizzard because of climate change. But yeah, seriously, it's actually probably going to be the coldest it's been in like five years. Oh, wow. So prepare, especially if you're in northern states. Yeah, I remember that vortex. It was in 2014 we had a polar vortex. We're supposed to have temperatures between 50 and 70 degrees below normal up in the northern states, so, you know, the mid, the Midwest. Yeah, so plains. that means like 10 degrees here. Well, let's just put it this way. In Iowa for the caucuses on Monday. Yeah. The temperature, I believe, is going to be negative the whole time. Like, below zero. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, here, I think that the lows are going to be around 10 to 12 degrees uh, in D.C., which is very cold yeah. for the East Coast. So, I think even Florida. Yeah, get some matches, folks. Set I think, yourself on I, I fire. I think the freezing line is going to make it down to Orlando. That's how deep oh my God. that this is going to go. That means that so. the orange crop harvest is going to be impacted. Well, the oranges we, are already we, we might as well corner that market like uh, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. The oranges are already <laughs> I found this out when I was down there in Florida. I saw a local news story. Oh, the oranges are all infected with So, so there's, gonna be no, there's no more orange juice under Joe that, Biden. That's why orange juice is so expensive. But anyway. I saw right, it was enough, 17 enough, enough. bucks a gallon. I saw that. Yeah, exactly. When I was down Tropicana there, I had is now the gold. freshest squeezed Indian River orange juice. Oh. Unbelievable. Anyway, that's enough for today. Of course, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, want us to talk about us something, want us to see a story, email us, triggered at townhall.com. We love hearing from you. We read them all. Can't get back to them all, but we do read them all. And we'll do some uh, reader emails on, or listener emails on the show next week. Let us know what you're thinking about 2024. We'll be very interested to hear from you. I know a lot of you have emailed us, so we'll do that. Uh, if you enjoy Triggered and Wanted Uncensored, join the thousands of Triggered listeners who are in Town Hall VIP, go to townhallvip.com, use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off, get into this exclusive club of patriots. You'll get an absolute pile of amazing including Triggered Uncensored. I'm not going to run through it all because I'm tired, and it's very, very dry in here. So that's it's, Town like Hall. A, it's like a desert. It is very it's the Mojave in here. That's townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members. You make it possible what we do here, not just on the show, but all the news that we cover on all of our sites. We love all of you. Thank you for listening, and we will be back here next Wednesday, January 17th, with another episode of Trigger. See you then. Oh,